everyone. Welcome to Nakama Podcast. I'm Kendra. I'm the CEO of Cosplay Cafe LLC. And um, this is one of our brand new owners and store manager, Taylor. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Taylor Brando, and I actually started off as a customer, but here we are now. <laughs> yeah, this is the Nakama Podcast. I'm your regular host, Gamasad Cruz, <laughs> Sal. And I'm joined with Cruz, no Peralta, because she's no hating Peralta. life. Yeah. That's the third. We have a third We have a third co-host that's normally here. She's not she's, here. She's uh, a lot more serious than us. She's also serious? like a professional. Yeah. So she has a professional job. So sometimes she's not able to make it because she just has to work. And... I, uh-huh. I mean, hustle, right? Yeah. Respect she the hustle. She does not like the hustle at no, all. No. Who likes the hustle? We just do the hustle. I don't mind going like, to work. Actually, yeah, no, yeah like, I like going to work. I kind of y- enjoy it. Y'all must have better jobs than me then. No. It, it, my job doesn't ask that much of me, so. Eh. I work in agricultural fumigants. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, no, you know what? No, that, yeah. What is, what is that? We do the pre-planting um, nematicides. We put the stuff into the soil so it kills everything that could potentially kill your crop. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I bet a lot of people didn't know that. They probably Yeah. <laughs> We're for, uh, this is Salinas, and not a lot of people know that our lettuce goes all the way to New York. It's a, the, the entire thing from shipment of the product that we put into the plant into the actual shipment of the plants. It's so complicated. Yeah. Luckily, I don't have to worry about any of that. I just work on bringing it into the country, and then I let everyone else figure it out from there. Nice. I yeah. was I was reading something that supposedly Mexico isn't going to be able to sell avocados to us anymore. Is that a thing or no? Um. So uh, that I'm not too positive of simply because uh, my company doesn't really, as far as I'm aware, we don't really do a lot of avocados in Mexico. So right now I couldn't tell you about the avocados. Maybe one day I'll be back on here and I'll be like, <laughs> remember the first podcast I was on? We talked about the avocados. I have an answer for the you. Avocados, yeah. I'm going to bring that full circle. <laughs> oh, there we go. So, uh, Taylor, actually, I met her when we were, when we first started in Carmel Valley Farmer's Market, we ended up becoming friends very quickly. Uh, we bonded on our ADHD pros and cons, and then, uh, we got through some really hard emotional stuff. Oh, boy, did we. (laughs) But anyways, um... Eventually, my brother, he like I said it, when we were talking privately, he does not really like to be in the storefront. Yeah. He is more of a person who is kind of a recluse. He he does all of the the computer work. Yeah, and it seems like he is really good at that aspect of the job. He because, is like, very good at that aspect of the job. He's so good at it that when he uh, graduated from CSUB, they asked him to come back and teach a couple classes yeah. without having any uh, – with not even having like an – uh, a like master's. the credentials or anything like yeah, that. No, That's pretty nothing. cool. Yeah. yeah, because while I was like getting all the stuff ready for the episode, obviously in the show notes we put all the websites. Oh, and all he did that, that stuff. in a day. Uh, I went through and looked through a lot of his like work, and it's just like this guy's really good at stuff. So she ran. You ran across each other, and Hi. Carmel. Right. Uh, you guys. Something happened. You guys started bonding. What was the next step? How is she here? Oh, um, my former friend. Uh, was part of the business she was helping with the storefront and she was technically I give that that title to whoever's helping me the store manager yeah um and she our, our friendship kind of ended not gonna get into that mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe you alluded to that last time you were mm-hmm. you were here yeah she was one of the owners yeah because mm-hmm. you you mentioned somebody who was no longer with us and yes. then you had and then to clarify that you meant that you they were didn't still alive him. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, they she didn't is still pass alive. away she is still alive sorry what were we talking about <laughs> Taylor. Me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she 
She's just sitting there like, I'm waiting for my turn. I did right. say that we both have ADHD, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> got to bring it back. They were, that happened, and there were just a few instances where your brother was helping out, and it basically just became kind of an understood thing, understood thing that that wasn't for him. Mm-hmm. I uh, do better in that because I am more sociable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took the first time of me maybe doing three upsells for her to be like, Maybe, maybe this could work. I don't think I said maybe. I was like, Taylor, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Sell more. (laughs) And yeah, no, that's exactly what she said, actually. And so I decided, let me give up my day off and take part in this. And then eventually, because I refuse payment also. Yes. I I do this voluntarily. I'm so Um, irritated. Okay. She still refuses the tips. I still refuse the tips. We will get there eventually. No, my payment is she gives me enough money in the day to get food. And I get unlimited drinks when I'm there. And then I'm good. That's she, all I need. She loves the baked potatoes. I love, you know, I love those baked potatoes. They're so good. <laughs> I can see how that is still a net positive for you, though, because you were gonna have to you were gonna have to eat and drink something that day anyway. And I would have had to spend money. Yeah. I'm personally still breaking even here. Mm. I'm not losing out on anything. I'm just gaining free food. But you know, it just kind of got to the point that I was like, why not? And she insisted because I wasn't taking payment that I take some shares. I need you to. I for my own. I also understand that part. No, yeah, and, sure, I, yeah. and I do, which is why I accepted it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. Quite honestly, I I honestly I go to her house and I drink tea there anyway, tea and time. I we have tea time. <laughs> I'm in the midst of making my own tea at this rate. She is. It's Taylor's blend. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. We'll fun. See, we'll see. I'll, I'll let a, you guys know when it eventually. Isn't happens. it just a bunch of flowers? For the most part, <laughs> but I also no because I do want to add to it. There is a little bit of um chili flake in there though. Right, right. But right. Um, we're not done with it yet. No, not even close. No, we're nowhere near. <laughs> no. But basically, this is Taylor. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I'm very happy being here. That's good. That's great. Honestly speaking, Taylor has such great interpersonal communication skills. Not just the fact that she's genuinely an introvert, and it's just amazing that she can extrovert at all. Just the way that she pulls people in when they weren't even interested in us, and they were just walking past, and then all of a sudden she's like, hey, hey, you like tea? Well, I'm going to make you like tea. <laughs> yep. I just sit there in the middle of it. I get quite, I get a show. <laughs> <laughs> Every time she's there, I am entertained and I get bored very easily mm-hmm. just because of how my brain works. Not around I me. am never bored when Taylor is around. She brought someone who, did, who didn't buy anything and then all of a sudden they start talking about Leo's and... Natal charts, the whole thing. Oh my lord. I was just sitting there like, I have no idea what's going on. We've exchanged numbers. <laughs> We're going to hang out soon. She did! <laughs> like, I, all of a sudden I hear her, this woman walking away. She's like, I'll text you. I'm like, oh my god. She Taylor. did, by the way. She texted me. Well, you, you basically still said that she's good at upselling... <laughs> You didn't. Well, inter- interpersonal communications can lead to upselling, but mm-hmm. honestly, they're two very completely different things because you can upsell to someone and not have any interpersonal communication skills. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, all you have to do is list out what the product is in a way that sounds good, and maybe they'll buy it. But she brings in a whole different aspect to it. She gets to be your friend. Yeah. Do you mind if I actually bring up the guy from earlier that was there? Oh, my Lord. So there was a guy, Tony. Tony came in two weeks ago. Tony came. I love Tony. He's great. (laughs) He came in two weeks ago, right, when I was helping Kendra. Or was it three weeks ago? Uh, I think it was the second time you were there, so three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, and he wanted a tea. He didn't know what he wanted, and clearly I don't make the blends. Kendra does. Yo. So when people ask about the teas, I explain to them, look. 
I don't make these. I don't know what's in them, but I can tell you exactly what they taste like from a customer standpoint, which I've actually realized what a lot of people want mm-hmm. because they mm-hmm. don't care about what's in the tea. They're like, okay, like hojicha isn't it cool, but what does that taste like? You know? Um, so that's kind of where I step in. So she's able, to, I send them to her when they want to know the actual ingredients. And then when they just want to know a flavor, I'm best at it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he came in asking for a tea. I picked something out for him. He loved it. Came back for, I think, the miso tea the second time. Miso tea. Which that one, actually, he wasn't sure. And I said, how about I just pick something out for you? He went, you know what? Okay. He loved it. And then I remembered him. He came back today. And I was like, you went up to San Francisco, didn't you? How was it? I remembered from weeks ago that he told me he was going to go up just for fun. Yeah. So I and I made it a thing where, you know, I saw him. I asked how it was. You know, we talked about everything. And, you know, I just definitely made sure to, you know, have just have a conversation with him. And I think... You know, I know you asked Kendra what I bring to the table, but mm-hmm. I personally think, you know, that's a big thing is because I so I used to work in food service and I will be honest, I hated my job. It was terrible as a cashier, <laughs> but I found customers that would come in that were great. And I found that they always really appreciated when I remembered them and they always wanted to come back more. And while I am very introverted, I am a self-identifying hermit. Um, <laughs> but I do put myself out there because in this situation with Cosplay Cafe, it's not about me. Mm-hmm. It's about her business. Mm-hmm. So I can put that stuff aside to make sure that not only my friend, but a business owner can actually succeed in what it is that she wants to do. Yeah. So if I have to just deal with it for a couple hours and really put myself out there, great. And if in doing so, I can make some customers feel like they're appreciated and remembered, because, you know, a lot of the times you are busy making the tea, so you don't get that. And so I want to do what I can to make sure that if they don't get a chance to interact with you, they can interact with, interact with me and still come back and they still are remembered. Mm-hmm. And that's something mm-hmm. I try to do all the time. Taylor, what uh, what got you into anime? Oh, wow. This was... Okay, I can actually tell you exactly when. I was in fifth or sixth grade in elementary school and my friend was super into Inuyasha and it was cringely enough... The thing Kaya that got girl. me into it, girl, it was Inuyasha fan fiction. That was the first, that was my first, yeah, that was, because I was never a big anime person, like yeah. that just wasn't me, and that was my first dip in it was her showing me that, because I didn't know what fan fiction was. Yeah. I was like, what, 10, 11? I was like, I don't know what this is, but okay. And it wasn't like anything creepy or crazy like yeah. that. It was like, you know, for kids. But like, that was my first real interaction with any type of anime, manga, anything like that. And then from there, you know, Toonami was a thing, you know, born 94. So yeah. Toonami was a thing. And then. Goddamn, we're the same age. Oh my God, I love that. Are you? Mm-hmm. I was born 94, July, oh, July 4th. <laughs> August 4th. Yeah, but the only thing is West Coast, Best Coast. Uh, (laughs) I knew he was going to bring that up. I will give you guys have some food that's better, but that's all I'll give you. We have a bunch of food that's better. I will strongly disagree on that one. Our weather's better. Our ocean's better. Yeah, our ocean's better. Okay, no. Our ocean isn't freezing every time you step in. Yeah, exactly. First of all, every time I do step in the ocean, I am freezing, number one. Even here. That sounds like a you problem then. (laughs) Number two, listen, no one goes to the ocean in New York. You understand the mob in New York, in the Hudson, those bodies will never be found. Yeah, no, you don't want to go in that water at all. You don't even want to go to the beaches. Rockaway, for the longest time, as when I was a child, had dirty needles in the sand all the time. Oh my to God. be fair, that's not that far from San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, no, this was in New York. No, no, no. I'm, yeah. I'm, oh, it was like I'm, that I'm in saying, San Francisco? Yeah, yeah. When I, yeah. I was there in college, and like we would drive 
like an hour to go to the beach, despite the fact that the beach was like 50 minutes away because it wasn't a good beach. Well, no, San Francisco <laughs> is one of the most polluted uh, areas in the yeah. world. It's just because it's a social, it's a, it's a hub for shipping. Yeah. And so they, they drop their ballast tank water in there and it's full of different, like, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm nerding out here. I mean, not just that, but also because of the same reason, like while I was in college, there was a huge thing where like just a bunch of shoes were just float, like gross rotting shoes floating up under the. in them occasionally. Yeah. Um, okay, well. Sorry, I didn't know you. There's no explanation for that either. (laughs) No, I, honestly, there's nothing that you can truly tell me that's actually going to shock me. I may be startled because I didn't expect the statement, but I won't (laughs) be surprised by anything you could tell me. Yeah. So you started off with Inuyasha. I, the entire, when I first watched it, I thought there were two, uh, lesbians, like her, (laughs) him and her brother, his brother. Yeah. Until someone told me like, no, they're, they're not. Oh, no, it's because we, uh, we watched, uh. Ashahine. And I was like, how do they how did they do the thing? And then he's like, they're dudes. And I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, they're dudes the whole time. I was like, I thought this whole time it was like three-way triangle, love triangle. <laughs> but no, it was, it was, it's just a dude. Yeah. They're the just fox, fox people. Yeah. They're very so fox people. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love this. Like, I don't know who's prettier, Inuyasha or Kagome, to be honest. Is that the brother? No, that's the, that's the girl. Is the girl. <laughs> oh. That's the actual girl. What? No, yeah, I was talking about Inuyasha, Inuyasha no. and, and his and his brother. Shishimaru. No, no, yeah. yeah. No, of course, but I'm saying I don't know who's prettier, Inuyasha or Kagome. Like, mm-hmm. That's why when he told me, he's like, no, they're they're he's a dude and she's a girl, and that's how they had. I was like, oh, he was very much like, well, you know, when a man and a woman love exactly. each other, very much. <laughs> so the birds and the bees, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but no, from there, and you know, always as a kid, just Pokemon and stuff like yeah. that. Obviously, who. Yeah. Gotta catch them all. Beyblade, Yu-Gi-Oh, my stuff. Anyway. And then, you know, I watched Naruto, who didn't? And then I never finished it because it's just so much. And I got really burnt out mm-hmm. after a while. I actually have to finish it. I've gotten burnt out multiple times from it. And I've never finished it because yeah, of that. You just got to look up yeah. the, the actual important parts because the, That's the how anime. I yeah, you should look up it. the yeah, fillers well, and just skip them. Yep. I mean, Ethan would never let me. Ethan would be so mad if I did that. Are you serious? Ethan? So many you episodes. know Ethan, though. Ethan yeah. would be like, if I had to sit through this, so do you. There's like a couple of seasons where it's one or two episodes actually progressed the mm-hmm. plot, and the rest was just like, remember the time I was wearing a blue shirt? Yeah. Well, actually, it was a red shirt. Oh, I'm on season six, and I'm like, <laughs> I need, I need to take a step back because yeah. I, I, there was so much that I was like, I just need a break. But um, there is one filler that you absolutely have to watch, though. It's about um when the the little trio are trying to figure out what Kakashi looks like. Oh, uh, no, I know so that one. Funny. I've seen that one. I love that one. It's That's amazing. one of my favorite episodes. But yes, well, filler episodes anyway. Absolutely. Um, but then, ooh, so middle school, I entered my fruits basket phase. Uh, and that was a dangerous phase for me that I'm not fully out of. I contemplated wearing my fruits basket tank top today, but I was like, you know, no, it's going to be a little too cold for a tank top. Um, but yeah, it kind of started there and I've just been slowly just diving down that circle. I got out of it for a while because I used to get made fun of in high school for it because when I was in high school, no one watched anime. Everyone was like, oh, you're so weird for watching this stuff and listening like J-pop and all that and K-pop and all that stuff. And now you have people like BTS and you have all these people watching this anime. And I'm like, 10 years ago, Taylor is so bitter. (laughs) Like, I'm like, she's happy, but she's also incredibly bitter because it made, like, I only had, like, a few friends in high school that loved this stuff, and everyone else was like, you like anime? And I'm like, go, literally go away. Like, I'm allowed to like what I like. You guys, like, doing questionable drugs in the bathroom. (laughs) We we all have our vices. Mine's safer, though. Let's 
leave yeah, it what it's, it is. It's crazy that's, to think about that. Yeah. It's about to be 10 years that we graduated. But no, we have a friend that was like that where he's like, ew, anime, never. I would never watch that. And now he watches it and he's more into it than, than we are. We do this anime podcast, but we have a couple of friends way bigger into it, big ass weebs. And I'm just like, what the fuck? They'd be talking about VTubers and not like, oh, yeah, I watched this one. They'll be like, did you watch the new episode today? They did this, this and this. And they actually get excited. And it's like, you guys are fucking weird. You guys would like my friend Duarte that I went to college with. Bless that man's heart. First of all, O-lineman, terrifying. It's big. Mm-hmm. But the biggest weeb. Um like the amount he, he's learning Japanese mm-hmm. like in his spare time as a te- he's a teacher and he's mm-hmm. just and football coach and he's just learning it he knows he's the one that gave me all the ones to watch like your lie in April I want it your pancreas yeah. island voice he's the one that told me all the names he told me about redo of healer which I am like I want to watch it but he's like let me warn you about that one first that, that one, we we went over it it hella blows its load which is really gross because that happens a lot in the anime yeah the first three episodes two episodes actually yeah that was actually uh when we did the review of it we were talking about the show and that was the thing that we oddly described as a negative of it is like the whole idea of it is it's this incredibly you know it's supposed to be shocking but it does so much within the first three episodes that like the fourth episode happens and you're just kind of like first two episodes first two episodes the yeah the, the you know the following one happens and you're just kind of like all right <laughs> you feel like at that point you just become desensitized yeah, it's just like yeah, we're if here the, if they I did no what we arrived first, here very fast yeah and... the first two episodes should have been stretched out for that season and i would have been continu- i have a friend and he loves it and i was like just watch porn bro and he's like no <laughs> No, it, I've heard it. You should no. well do that. Yeah, yeah it, it, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. It, it gets to later. that point. Yeah. Oh, the, oh the, you mean later. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the sadder part is there's all this sex, but homeboy pumps twice and he's like, ugh. Oh, <laughs> and it's over. And, yeah, and I was like, you have all of these all of people. This, and you did that. You have all these girls and you're just a couple pumps for you. And it's a plot thing because his semen gives them power. So what you have, the? like, dudes it blowing is. him. It was really it's weird. Thing. Also, really random, just because I need to know the answer. Have either of you seen Devil Man Cry, baby? Yeah, of course. The newest one or the old one? The, the Whatever that well, one there's... is on Netflix. Yeah, that... Devil Man Cry, baby. Yeah. That's the new one, right? Yeah, that one fucks. Okay, can I explain to you a crisis I went through? And yes. I'm, I'm ashamed right. of it. I'm engaged. What's so... up? <laughs> Basically, when he turns into the devil and he possesses him, like he did that one thing where he ripped the guy in half, and yeah. I was like, "Oh no, Ethan, Ethan, why was that? Why, why was that a thing for me?" And he lost <laughs> it. I was like, "Ethan, do I have a Satan kink?" And he goes, "Sweetie, no, that's just a power one." I was like, "And I've never been more relieved to be yeah. told about the kink in my life because I was so afraid that I had a thing for Satan really quickly." I was like, "Please, God, no." If it's any consolation, that's on purpose. Okay, they knew great. exactly what they were doing when they were doing that. Um, great, from great. from the way that it was explained, I'm I'm just really big into animation, just as, yeah. like a, as like a thing. I watched a bunch of stuff of people breaking down the way that they do that, and there were so many times where they were they were showing like, and this shot is reminiscent of this old classical painting or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And there was one particular scene where they're like, and this, that's just a dude fucking. And then I was like, that's why it looks like that. <laughs> Yo, that would actually make so much sense. Yo, honestly, because I had to <laughs> no, I had to literally stop the show and for ten minutes I was like Ethan. You're like, I don't know if I'm turned on or what. Ethan, am I going to hell? And it was like, not for that. Like for other things, but not that. And I was like, please God, tell me that I don't have this weird thing. And he's like, No, 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 you just like power. I was like, oh, Thank God. But ever since then, 
I would sometimes, whenever he would do something, I'd be like, yo, Ethan, that's some power right there. And he'd be like, bro, if you don't shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) He's a huge nerd. So, like, he actually has gotten me back into it super heavy. That's good. Yeah. Well, he's the reason I'm watching Fairy Tale right now. He got me to watch Code Geass. He watched my Tokyo Ghoul, which, first first, first of all. Which Tokyo Ghoul? It's the... The original no, one or the, the new original, one? not the original, I know. It, I will watch the original and I will actually read it as well. Yeah. But oh my, because I understand, you know, the second season is not canon. I get it, I get yeah. it. But oh my God, I was obsessed. That show is the whole reason I've created an Anime Bops playlist on Spotify. I but however, I did listen to um, Unravel, but in English today, it was weird. It was right. By it, who? Um, Amelie. Okay, because so I know that uh, Jonathan guy does pretty good English covers. It was, you know what it was? Is Jonathan Young's his name? Yes, I, so, I yeah. love him. He's yeah, great. He does good stuff. It was more, I just wasn't expecting it because I'm so mm-hmm. used to the actual original Japanese version mm-hmm. that I, this was my first, and it was on the, just a radio. It wasn't my playlist. So I just, it was just, okay, whatever comes on. And I was like, what? the absolute fuck is this mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know what it was but i was like i love this in japanese i'm hating this in english i don't i don't like it you know I what i get the same feeling every time i'm at like a mexican party and they start oh, playing yeah. achy breaky heart but in spanish yeah every party all of them really? I, yeah. I'm not yeah. every single one of them i start hearing it and because i'm so used to it in english mm-hmm. That like my brain is just going there, and I see like you know just like a bunch of Mexicans dancing, and then like suddenly it's just some old Mexican dude singing "Achy Breaky Heart" but in Spanish, and then it just throws me out of it completely, and then I start feeling like I'm just one single guy on a raft in the middle of the ocean, <laughs> and it's just everything around you is just it's barren, it's barren. Exactly. I get filled. I get filled with this overwhelming, unexplicable rage because I'm like. For what? Yeah. So now anime, since it's my idea, Taylor, do you want to start it off with a slow loop? Sure. Um, so I'll be completely honest with you guys. That one wasn't really um, it for me. Um, just, you know, uh, I'm usually good for anything, but I guess it quite literally is a slow loop yeah. uh, <laughs> of a show. And um, having ADHD, it is really hard to get into things like that. And I feel like I spent a 90% of the first episode just watching her face and I know I really didn't yeah. but it felt like it and I couldn't tell you about halfway through the second episode what happened I, I just I don't know I I really wanted to like it more than I do mm-hmm. and I don't think that it's bad per se I just think that in terms of what I like and what grabs my attention it just doesn't work for me but for someone who likes you know slower cute happy thing like not happy but like slower cutier things like that it's probably be best for them yeah i mean you were right in saying that the title does fit the anime it is very slow mm-hmm. uh f- for me I-, I i read and i watch a lot of fast-paced things because like she said if you have adhd you can't really sit there for too long because you get bored very easily so oh, i did watch all three episodes it took me it- I-, I had to muster up so much of what was left inside to be able to watch that third episode <laughs> yeah i didn't watch this one i did not get a chance to i didn't yeah. start watching these animes until last night and then we went to go play a game so did not have the chance to yeah. watch this one yeah as far as this one goes well see i guess to give a brief summary for the people listening uh who who you know haven't watched it uh it's basically just about a girl whose dad died and he was really into fishing and so she fishes to sort of deal with her emotions stay connected to him i guess yeah and then she meets a little girl who turns out to be her stepsister because her mom is remarrying 
Uh, and then she teaches her how to fish and how to cut up a fish into sashimi. Sashimi. There we go. That's uh, yeah. And, and she like, and then the the blonde girl, like the one that she met, the stepsister, yeah. likes to cook stews, and yeah. so she yeah. teaches them that. that. So they exchange food and they learn how to be sisters and that's all of the episode. And then the third episode, it gets really depressing because yeah. they start talking about the dead dad and the dead mm-hmm. mother and the dead brother. Ooh, mm-hmm. I don't think I need that in my life. No, 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 no. It was uh, like, oh my God, at the very end, I was like, hold it together, Kendra, hold it together. Jesus. You're going to make it through this. Oh my God, that's horrible. Like I could never think of my brother like being dead at such a young age. Yeah. And I was just thinking to myself, she this this young girl got something with her father. She got to share a hobby. Yeah. But her new sister didn't. Yeah. She, her her mother died when she was so young that it was impossible for, for this young girl to be able to have a connection with her mother or her brother other than just simple memories. But now they're connecting over fishing, which I... What are, the, what are you doing? Which, I mean, great, they're connecting over fishing, but fishing is so boring like yeah speaking as somebody who's gone fishing many times in the past it's one of those things where it is a nice relaxing thing for you to do yourself it's not fun to watch other people do except for maybe the moment where like your friend pulls out a fish and he's really excited and then you're like okay that's great for you I'm, I'm enjoying this moment for you because I have a personal connection with you yeah. when it's a random person. Because there also used to be like fishing shows on like TV and yes. I don't know who watches that. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. Catch. There yeah. are plenty of people in this world who adore watching fishing yeah. and like enjoy playing fishing games. Like my dad cannot get enough of fishing and Animal Crossing. It is annoying. Oh, <gasps> Every time I go over, that's what's He's on. He's just on Animal Crossing. He is addicted. We got him his own Switch. I well, Good for can't. him. Mm-hmm. I I understand the emotional aspect of the anime mm-hmm. and like what they were trying to go through and that they were trying to connect, but could you connect a little bit faster and maybe not so much about just fishing and camping? Like I know it's fun and all, but maybe in person, not watching it over an anime. Yeah, like the style that it go for. Did it? Did you like it? Did you not like it? So the actual uh, anime style, I actually very much enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. I actually, I I know it's. I guess you can consider it more of a quote-unquote generic um, style of anime, but I do like it, um, and I think that, you know, it's it's a style that most people can get behind, because I, I have found, at least personally, like certain styles, like One Piece style, I don't, I'm not big on it, so I can't watch it. I've heard the show is phenomenal. I mm. would wish that I could give it a chance. I've honestly tried. I just can't get past the animation style, and that's just a personal opinion. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so I think in terms of style, um, that's something that anyone can get behind, but it's just a very niche topic. Yeah. Um, mm. it, it's it's one of those anime that if you can find something to relate to in it, whether it be like, you know, the loss of a parent, the addition to new family members, you know, fishing, cooking, <laughs> if you can find something that you can connect to with it, I'm sure it's for you. Yeah. But as someone that can't really relate... It is what it is, but like I said, the style itself is I I think is great. Yeah, style's great. Yeah, I mean it's just generic anime. Yeah. yeah. Was did you guys watch sub dub? Was there even a dub? There's only sub. There's only dub, subbed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought they had really cute voice actresses. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like they were super just. Oh my gosh! Can I just pinch your cheeks? You're so adorable. Like a little rabbit. Like, but the story. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a weird juxtaposition because everything like not they did. A, 
Like, aesthetically, they're so cutesy and all these things, and then the topic is so dark, and it's like, oh, God. <laughs> but it's like, it's I like mean, this style should be so different. <laughs> they picked perfect voice actors, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. It's just the anime itself is hard to watch for me. Yeah. Okay. So overall, would you guys give it a rating from 1 to 10? 3. 3? 3. 10 is fine. Don't, don't worry about mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Whatever comes Whatever to your mind, you feel I a one. I I just because for me the only really redeeming quality is the anime style for me. Yeah, so it's a one. Cruise. I mean, yeah, it's similar beat. Like it, it was a, it, it it feels like it's something that's trying to evoke a feeling in you, but you have to have that feeling first. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would have given it like a four. I didn't watch it, so <laughs> <laughs> so neutral. <laughs> From what it sounds like. Maybe I would relate because my dad passed away last year, but oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Do you want to do the next one? The What was it called? Conjuro? Kataro lives at home. There we go. Lives alone. There we go. I loved Yeah, this one was good. So we tailored to the other one, sadly. Slow the shitty one. So would. is so cute. He's the sweetest Okay, so Kataro is, well, he moves into an apartment complex by himself. He is in preschool. He's four. Four years old. Yeah, he's a little four-year-old. wooden sword. And he's all about samurai in this one anime, and I totally forgot it because I'm only thinking about this little cute little boy. And um, he kind of figures out how to live alone with all of these random people and the other people that live in the complex start taking the role of the parent. Every single one of them is just like, do you have him on this day? Do you have him in this day? Are you picking him up from school? Great. And they all have such vast characters. It's amazing. Like you have <laughs> like like you have a, a freaking gang member in there and he's all dressed up like like uh, uh, <laughs> like, way of the house husband that's yes, the yes. that's what yes. i thought of immediately mm-hmm. and he sees um he sees him and he's just like oh, my boy <laughs> like, he and he's just... always like don't touch me yeah <laughs> yeah kotaro just pulls out his his katana he's like stay away <laughs> but i must say he is firm on his boundaries and i respect that about him yeah he is for a 4 year old he is otherworldly He's like a little adult, but still naive. Mm-hmm. So cute. It's great. Yeah, no, Sal, me and Sal were talking about this earlier, and, and one of our favorite moments was uh, when he The scrapes, second episode. Yeah, second episode when he scrapes his knee outside, and he has to bandage it himself, and he goes into, uh, I'm forgetting his name, the mangaka, that is like I don't know. one of the Did main characters. Did you watch it subbed or dubbed? Yeah, I watched watch a dub. dub. I watched a dub. Same. Yeah. Okay. We're Which is a solid dub. Yeah. It's a great dub. It is a great. It's, For other oh ones my god, the voice. <laughs> I can't. It's so. But good. he has to like go out of his way to be like, look at what I did. And just stay yes. in there until he's like, well, I'm proud of you for doing that. Yeah, he, taking care of yourself. He really waited for him to like mm-hmm. actually give him a compliment. It was just like a staring contest for a little bit. And then he's like, oh, I see. You want a compliment. Oh, my God. I'm the adult. Wait, yeah. am I your, even your parent in this situation? Like, there was a whole monologue going on in his head. It was mm-hmm. great. And he's like, do you want me to draw characters? And he's like, I want these characters. But I love who just critiques the other one. He's like, listen, old man. He's like, that's <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. No, my favorite, my top two favorites. One, because it's funny. One, because it's cute. Uh, when he had the, Kotaro had the dream or Kotaro had the dream about the neighbor. Yeah. He's like, she slept in my arm and I slept so well last night. And I <laughs> lost and I was like, wow, I guess guys never change. I mean, he starts, starts, starts young. I mean, yeah. to be honest, 
starts young. That that was one of the things that I really liked about this is that like there were so many things that yeah that the adult characters were doing that I was like I can relate to that. There were so many things that he did that I was like I did that same shit when I was a kid. <laughs> and so, so that moment yeah where he's like you know it, it's this woman who's very much trying to be like you know almost like a mother figure yes. to him but he has a little crush. Aww, and so yes, he's around yes, her and he's cute. just like this is like I couldn't sleep because I was so excited. I remember those exact fucking moments when I was pillow. a kid. He was yeah. so excited. Cute. My favorite though, I think it was the end of the third episode actually, mm-hmm. when he's sitting there at school for the ceremony and no yes. one's there, mm-hmm. and all three of them find out and immediately book it. Yeah, yeah, because he won't tell them. Yeah, he won't. And then and then all of a sudden his neighbor's just sitting there. Yeah, and you just and they're see like this physically little... fighting each other to get into. They that are. Space. They're like fighting to see who's actually going to sit next to him, like next next to him. And then you just see him sitting there a little sad and then looking at all the other parents, feeling the neglect. Well, yeah, and then he his... did the, the, that the, mean the kid. kid thing where it's just like, I guess I'm going to run away from home now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get here. I'm leaving. Yeah. He clearly did that. And the guy didn't pick up on it until the fucking way of the, way of the house has been. Guys, what the fuck? Right. Okay, yeah. But yeah. can we talk about that bastard kid, though? That was like, you don't have any family. You're such a loser. Like, oh, my on God. God. If some <laughs> oh, if a kid said that, <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I just love Kataro defaulting to like the, the standard kid thing of like, what? yeah, but it's like they're superheroes. They're, ninja like, they're ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> they're right. Right there, you just you just can't see them. Yeah. Oh my Wait. god, he's so cute. The bento box. Yeah. Guys, oh. the bento box. Oh my god! In mm-hmm. the yes! he in waited. Beanie when he goes to the bento box and he has all these people yeah. trying to like help him out and make a bento box that looks cute so he could take it to school um. and show all the other kids that look I'm taking care of and look how cute my stuff is and then all of a sudden it's not important anymore. Yeah. But what was so crazy to me though was that even when the kid was like that one's not as cool as yesterday's he's like you mm. don't understand how much better yeah. this one is yeah. than We're even cuz for me it's like he's 4 years old but even at 4 he understands how big it is and he and the and is I don't know why it took me so long to realize why he did it but it was until after where I heard someone go mommy I love the bento box and I was like oh my god he was getting the people that around him which mm-hmm. as a little kid you kind of think everyone cares yeah. so you just get these random people to help you with it but they did care because they yeah. all took time out of their day. And then he was like, you add this to the bento yourself. Mm-hmm. That and one got me. That was just the, I think that was the minute that I was like, yes, he's still a little kid, but he's also years beyond mm-hmm. himself because he just, he understands the value of having someone who cares about you, even mm-hmm. if he doesn't understand why it's so important. And I think yeah. that's just so adorable. Especially in the the finale part. Sorry, we're cutting it. He does a little acting. But he only gave money out to the people who actually yes. liked, it. Yeah. liked it. Yeah, who actually took the time and didn't just like, okay, whatever, kid. I have yeah. no business with you. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> so cute. I mean, I actually watched the whole thing because I could not stop. But um, um, I'm going to. Same. <laughs> you should. No, even, absolutely. Even, well, because the ending is. I mean, I don't know if you want me to spoil anything. No. I, I, I no. will not. Only three, bro. I will not go past the third episode. But oh. Like every single episode afterwards is just building on his his intelligence mm-hmm. and the people that he can just draw into his daily life so naturally. What? He's just a little genius boy. Yeah. What would you guys rate it? Ten. Ten. And ten. I haven't even ten. finished it yet. Ten, ten, ten. Same. Dude. Yeah, like, like a nine. You know what? Can I actually change that and reserve the ten for until I finish it? I will leave it a nine until I actually finish Mm -hmm. it. Since I finished it ten, that's fair. Yeah, Yeah, solid nine. The ending. Sorry, 
does have a little to be desired. Just going to say that. Okay. Would you recommend this to people? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's no way. Adults or kids. You cannot get past me unless you watch this. Yes. I won't let you get into (laughs) anime unless you watch this. No. no. So I actually do think kids and adults because I think it does help kids work through tough troubles. But I think. Also um, adults so they can take showers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, But I think also just, you know, I was describing Steven Universe. I know this is not anime, but I was describing Steven Universe as a show that for me, I really like because it helped heal little things that didn't get healed by certain talks that I didn't have growing up because, you know, parents miss a lot of things and it happens. Um, And that's no one's fault, but it is what it is. And so a lot of the stuff that I did miss, I really felt healed by with Steven Universe. So I think that, you know, any kids that went through not having parents growing up or they lost someone, I think that this show... Even as adults, it can help them kind of work through any of those little things that they didn't. Because, you know, adults don't know what to say to little kids when that happens. And I think Mm -hmm. that this will really help them see it from both the adult's perspective and see that the adults in their life were trying to help in any way they could. But to see as a little kid where they also may have handled it better. And I think that it is helpful for anyone who needs to just kind of work through some of those things. Yeah. All right, next one. What was it Vox Machine Legends? Vox Machina. Vox. The Legend of Vox Machina. Yes, this is a uh, basically an anime adaptation of uh, the Critical Role podcast's uh, sort of D&D yes, mm-hmm. it is. playing thing. Yeah. Yep. They did not like it at all. <laughs> oh, I can't. Thank God there's only a few more on this because we could go on forever on this one. The, this, is, this is actually something that I feel, this was one that I felt very sort of ambivalent towards because like I, there are things that I really like about it and there are things that I really dislike about it and it's a it's a difficult thing to quantify for me because like just to to sort of get into what's going on here you're following a band of mercenaries it's it's literally somebody's D game that got animated yeah and there's great things that come with mm-hmm. that but there's also not so great things that come with that uh-huh. um because obviously everybody wants their character to be the cool character and i yeah. get that when you're at a table and you're playing you want your character to do all the really cool stuff, and that works to game. But when you adapt that into uh, like sort of like an animation, my problem with it was it felt like there were too many main characters, mm-hmm. and and yeah, sometimes you want to avoid tropey things, but those things exist in storytelling for a reason. Because yeah, sometimes it's a good idea to have just this guy over here. Is just the comedic relief, and he's only going to do stuff like that. And this person over here is only doing this thing, and you know, um, because this is just somebody's game that got animated. Now, granted, I say just somebody. These are uh, incredibly, you know, highly acclaimed voice actors from across animation and video games, and you know, they're they're not nobody, but it is, you know, really. That was my issue with it. Was that, just, that was my problem? The problem I had with this is the voice acting wasn't there for me, and then just. The dialogue, I just hated it. Actually, since us talking, because he brought up the voice acting thing, since us talking earlier, I I think I figured out why it doesn't work that well to me either, and it's because they're all playing characters that that were really cool to them. But when you're cast in a show that you didn't write, you're cast based off of what somebody else's sort of idea of you is and not your own it's like you're trying to recreate someone else's vision yeah basically and it's really hard to Mm -hmm. yeah they're of the character that they design that yeah i can Mm -hmm. absolutely i actually do absolutely see what you're saying what Mm -hmm. guys are saying with that one um i do get it but aside from that i'm not super into critical role Mm -hmm. I've, i've listened to some stuff so it's not we're clearly not the target audience here i've only seen their 
thing merch on Barnes and Nobles. Yeah. Don't never seen anything so further. I will definitely just seed this time to let you guys gush mm. about what you want to gush you, about. You know what I think it is for left? us. Uh, think... We have about seven minutes, so let's save you got, up five, you got five and then minutes. We'll do the yeah. Great. So what I think for us, the reason we may probably like is because we don't have all that background stuff. So we, we don't, don't we don't have that where we have all the stuff under our belts of knowing all these things. It's almost like when you watch a movie versus book adaptation. Like I'm a Harry Potter and I'd love Harry Potter, but there were so many things missing from the films, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that, but so many people who never read the books absolutely adore the films as standalone things, even though I absolutely hate the first and second. I think they're trash, not the point. <laughs> um, point is, I think it's just one of the things where we don't have that type of history of knowing all this stuff about it. So we're going into this completely blind. And that gives us that. And I know, at least for me, the chaos makes my ADHD tingle in a good way. Oh, love the chaos i can because i can we can follow it no we can't like we so with adhd you can follow multiple things at the same time and still comprehend exactly what's going on so vox machina for me i was just stunned because i had never seen anything like it before in the in the world of anime or or cartoons in general like everything felt non-scripted it was i i kind of disagree with you on, on the verbal or the the script intake and, and mm-hmm. how they were actually like portraying their characters because I felt like I was being drawn into it mm-hmm. kind of like I was watching like a a real life s- series of something it, it was absorbing mm-hmm. and as somebody who who's never actually been in like played a D game or or anything like that except for one time and that was freaky I'm not gonna talk about that but uh <laughs> let's just say I don't like owls anymore um, oh god like I understand the gist of it, but as it was kind of like a new world. Mm-hmm. And as somebody who's never been in that world before, it is eye-opening and it is so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> also, I love all the characters on that they curse. That's funny. <laughs> well, I, it, it really reminds, gets me. It kind of reminds me in a different, it's a different variant of disenchantment for me. That, that, oh, that disenchantment. New one. Um, and I think, I, since I like disenchantment, I like that. And I, I know what you say about like the main character. It's almost like everyone has main character syndrome. Yep. But I think because I sometimes also have main character syndrome, I'll be honest, yes. I, you know, um, I think that it really helps because it makes me feel like, great, I'm one of them. But I think, like I said, because Kendra, you still have even more of a background than I do on it because you still played a game. I know absolutely, I know absolutely nothing. I know that there are 12-sided die, 20-sided die, 25, I don't know. I just know that you roll, you hope to get something, boom, something goes well or, oh, no, something goes bad. That's literally all I know. <laughs> So for me, this is completely new. So I'm losing it. I'm having such a great time with it because this is all stuff I know nothing about. And I'm trying to understand this lore, any variation of it that everyone else already knows. So I'm sitting there like there's just so much to take in while someone who knows it or has listened to the podcast probably, they know even more than I would. So when mm-hmm. they see this, they're like, oh, it's, it is what it is. I know more than this. This is not what I th- thought it was yeah. going to be. Oh, okay. Well – how would you guys like if, if would you guys recommend this to people and then how yes. would you rate it? Only certain people. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're coming in new to it, I say yes. But if you already have this background, I'd say it's probably not for you because you're going to find a lot of things you don't like about mm-hmm. it. So on that perspective, going into it with that history, I wouldn't recommend it. And I'd probably say people there would probably feel like a three or four about it. But going in 100 percent blind probably like a solid 8, 8.2. Um, and I would recommend it for people kind of like me or Kendra who have very little to no actual knowledge of yes. like mm-hmm. D&D. Yes, it's oh, okay. definitely a very good introductory mm-hmm. um, anime into the world of D&D. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, as for my rating, I would give it a 7. 
Okay. Just because there are Same. a few few uh, story plots that probably could be worked out a little. Like, yeah. maybe they focus too much on one character over the other. Well, I kind of want to see where they go with, like, if they if they do continue it. Because I, yeah. like, I feel like it, it's also hard to rate an anime based off if it's not fully done yet. Yes. yes. Because you don't know what, pl- what plot holes they're going to close up. Mm-hmm. And so I always try and reserve statements based off of those things. There's until a few I'm excited about. The, se- the series is actually over. Yeah, I'd probably give it around, like, a six. Uh so that's going to be the end of the podcast. Do you guys have anything you want to plug individually or the business as a whole before we close out? Adopt cats and also please make sure to get them spayed and or neutered so you don't have a bunch of random cats running around because there is actually a cat problem with the yep. population. So please yes, there is. take care of your pets. Thanks, guys. Um, come see us at Cosplay Cafe on Saturdays at inside the Cherry Bean at the very front from 9 to 2.30. We'll do our best to get there by 9. I'm so sorry. But, uh... Besides that, we also ha- do have some new jewelry from a um, consignment artist who makes jewelry with anime charms on them. Phenomenal artist. Mm-hmm. I'm They're actually very cute. wearing one Bought of her two. Uh, GB bracelets. Creations. That is who mm-hmm. she is. Go check her out on Instagram. Yes, I'm wearing a bracelet right now, actually. All right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And I will upsell you if you come <laughs> to Cosplay Cafe. I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. You can find more about the podcast at nakamapod.com, N-A-K-A-M-A-P-O-D dot C-O-M. Uh, also, uh, we have two panels at Fanime. More about that later. Bye. Bye.